Let's go, PJ. Would you rather Wednesday? Let's take her mind off this. There you go, Trista. Boy, this is a doozy right here. Would you rather take the Browns minus two and a half against the Saints or the Steelers minus two and a half against the Raiders? And you know how I feel about the Steelers with all of the emotion uh, around longtime Steeler legend just passing away. And listen, the Raiders find ways to lose games, not find a way, ways to win games, except for last week against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I, I am hammering the Steelers in every way that I can. I do not care that it is Mitchell Trubisky. Steelers minus two and a half would be my play. But I like them both, truthfully. I, I like the Browns minus two and a half in this spot at the crib as well. The thing with the Steelers versus the Raiders is you have one team that's coached by Mike Tomlin that does not let his team quit. Then you have a team in the Raiders that I understand they came back and won after they lost the way they did to the Rams and Baker Mayfield. But I just like the coaching matchup here along with what Trista just brought up, the extra incentive there, win for Franco Harris. And that that type of stuff does matter, and teams and players will use whatever they can as motivation. And when you have Mike Tomlin as your head coach, it's just a different scenario. So I like the Steelers minus two and a half against the Raiders. But yeah, I don't hate the Browns anymore now that Deshaun Watson has started to look like already he's kind of figured out the offense. He's not great, but he's a capable quarterback. You good over there? We just hit a big shot. All right, all right, but I think right. they're going to go to the foul game. Four, yeah, it's guys, a fa- guys, uh, you got to hope for missed free throws now. 77-73, North Carolina up on Michigan. You have Michigan plus five, 19 and a half. Point, plus, plus five and, and a half. 19.6 seconds to go. Carolina's going to the Six free throw line. Six is the number we don't need. Whew. You know, Nick, you bring up a great point the last two weeks for the Raiders. So they have Baker Mayfield come back on them, score 14 points in three minutes. Then you have the craziest finish maybe all of us have ever seen against the Patriots. Right. And now you're honoring. I guess I should have played it up a little more than the way I did. I'm like, they came back and won. No, hold on. (laughs) They had the craziest play because of the stupidest play in the history of the NFL. I just I can't even imagine our poor video producer. Dylan's a Patriots fan. I can't even imagine what. That must have been like for Pats fans. You know, here's what I... Let me just say this about Pats fans. Yeah, they had seven You Super deserve yeah. it. Yeah, I hope you suffer for a decade. I've <laughs> suffered fair. under Dan Snyder for over two decades, and it's awful. And you guys have just been contenders every year. I hope, the, I hope every single New England fan gets to suffer the way I have because it's awful, and you deserve it. You don't really deserve it, but I'm just jealous of you. That's all that it is. Let's see if Michigan can hit this oh three. Oh, my God! Oh, oh that's brutal. You might still get the back door, possibly. possibly. I don't think. I don't. I mean, let's, you, let's it's six so. points here. Why would they go for the three right then? Why not? Because they weren't open, PJ. They weren't open. No, I'm saying after these two free throws from North Carolina. Oh, no, I'm talking about might, right here. Oh, With 6.2 yeah. seconds yeah, and, and, no, and literally no timeouts, go for the easy basket. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm with you guys. Though. I would lean towards the Steelers. I actually like both. I don't know if you've seen, but the weather forecast for Browns and Saints is kind of looking like what Bills Patriots was for uh, that Monday. There's night a game. big storm that just yeah. coming across from like the Midwest all the way over yep. here. It's going to yep. be rain for us on the East Coast, at least down here in the DC area. I don't know what it's going to be up, you know, a little more north, but yeah, the Midwest is going to get hammered. Hammered. All right, next one: Bears plus nine against the Bills or Seahawks plus ten against the Chiefs. What? Which game would you rather take? I'm actually going to take the the Seahawks plus 10 against the Chiefs. They're 4-9-1 against the spread. We know Kansas City is not good against a big number this year. They're, they'll win outright, but the Seahawks are still playing for a playoff spot, and they haven't really gone away. I don't think they're making the playoffs. Oh! oh, my God. Did that, just go, did that just go in? I told you you'd hit your three. He missed. You got he the missed. Ultimate, oh, my God. The ultimate he backdoor. Missed. 
He missed the second free throw. I'm sorry for screaming. If no, you're in your car, I'm sorry. Amazing. Literally, I forget who was at the free throw line. Misses the second free throw. Comes down. Fast break. Six seconds. Three point. Cuts it from seven to four. Goes from a horrible beat Here, to an, just an absolutely, absolutely critical beat. <laughs> oh, my God, PJ. I love you. That I love is... you. You said it. You said how it could go down. I didn't believe. And... Now we cash. God, that was bad. That was. It's because you pushed the bell bet. away. You pushed think, the bell away and respected the betting. Let guys. me just say this: that was a bad bet. I shouldn't have taken that bet, but we won it. All that the was same. my. That was my Hanukkah gift for you. Today. Thank you. <laughs> so you are quite welcome. Oh my goodness. Uh, Trista, what do you like? Do you like Bears plus nine or Seahawks plus ten? I like Bears plus nine. I think this is a good spot. Bears at home. It's a look ahead spot. We talked about this with uh, last week or, or Monday, excuse me. I bet MGM National Harbor. Like the Bills are looking forward to seeing the Bengals, right? And we've seen what the Bears can do. They can put up points, even though, you know, Justin Fields doesn't have Mooney, even though pretty much every major weapon that he has has gone down with injury. And and listen, like, I just think this is a really good spot for the for the Bears at home to cover that number. They can score. Justin Fields has been electric on the ground, kind of Jalen Hurts-esque. And the Bills aren't covering big numbers. They just haven't in the last, you know, six games. They just really haven't done it. And this number's massive, plus nine. I like them both, though. I, re- I really do like them both. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would lean Bears plus nine just because of the weather they're looking yeah. at getting that game. You know, you got to lean with the underdog. You mentioned about the look ahead with the Bengals. That definitely plays a part. Bears continue to fight. They covered the number against the Eagles last week. I think they can do it again. I worry about the Seahawks. The defense, like Pam brought up, when they go up against good quarterbacks, they get shredded, and they just have not been good the last month of the season. But the Chiefs don't cover these big numbers, so I don't want to lay 10 with the Chiefs, but I don't want to take the Seahawks either, and I will take the Bears plus 9, so I think that's the way that I'm leaning in that one. And then finally in the NFL, would you guys rather take the Ravens minus seven and a half against the Falcons or the Niners minus seven against the Commanders? See, I have to bow out because there's an emotional in there for me. Yeah. There's the Ravens the are down bet. to seven, by the way, now. So it's yeah. actually both are seven. It has. So that's, yeah, that moved a little bit. I just, if I'm being honest, I'd probably take Niners against Commanders. And would it's, you? I, 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 I just. I mean, what they did, they can't score, man. I like, I, Taylor Heineke's such a great story. They can't score. I don't care that a couple of touchdowns were called back last game. Go back and look at every single week. This team struggles to put points on the board and finish drives. They're lucky to get to 20 points. I mean, what they did against the Eagles, you know, they they racked up a bunch of points late, including that touchdown. It was like a pick six or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Whatever it was at the end when the Eagles were just trying to do something similar to what the Patriots were doing. I, I get there's emotion in this. and you You were right last week. I felt good, and I knew it was a mistake. I felt good about them. I was like, this is the most excited I've been to watch this team play in years because they're trash every year, and of course, that happens. Now, yes, were they screwed by refs? They clearly had money on the Giants. Absolutely, and I'll rarely blame the refs because it's just a waste of time. There's a million other plays that should go your way. That was an egregiously bad officiated game by the NFL. The problem is the 49ers are really, really good on both sides of the football, and Brock Purdy in that offense is better than Taylor Heineke in Washington's offense right now. So give me the Niners minus seven. Yeah, I have to say the Niners as well. I don't really trust the Ravens right now laying big numbers with with Huntley. You mentioned the play calling with Greg Roman. Greg Roman has been a nightmare. He's been Jokeville. And so given that it's Huntley and and not Anthony Brown where they're not going to commit to the run, 
I really can't trust this Ravens team whatsoever, even with Desmond Ritter at the helm uh, against um, with uh, for the Falcons. Excuse me. I like the Commanders quite a bit at plus seven, so it'd just be Ravens minus so seven. You're doing the other thing again. You're yeah. flipping it just like last you week. Too, too emotional hedge, guys. Yeah. Like, you can't really. I, I love, well, I don't really know what I like in Ravens, Falcons. I, seven feels about right. We got to see who plays between Lamar and Huntley because Lamar's only ever lost to one NFC team in his career, ever. So he dominates the NFCs, 3-0 against him this year because they can't stop his run game. After Greg Roman got crucified this week by everybody for oh. not running enough, I feel like the Ravens actually will run this week. So especially if Lamar is in the lineup, I think they could cover that number. So I want to wait and see who starts a quarterback. And the Commanders, I like a lot this week. You know, the Niners just won the NFC West on the road. Brock Purdy continues to get all these praise and love. The Commanders had three weeks to prep for one team. Mm -hmm. They played the Giants twice in a three-week span. They had a bye in between. They couldn't get a single win against either of those games against the Giants. They got a tie and a loss. Now they go on the road to San Francisco. Their season's on the line. They know Detroit's hot. They have a winnable game against Carolina. They know the Giants have a winnable game against Minnesota. They know Seattle's going to lose to Kansas City. So the Commanders... I mean, if they win this game, then all of a sudden, everything changes. They're not going to San Francisco to try and cover. They're going to try and win. So I think if you had to maybe choose, I like the Commanders plus seven. Nice. It's music to my ears. I hope you're right. I think they cover. Well, I, I want them well. to win. They need to actually win. Do we think Chase Young finally plays this week? Dude, I don't know what is going on with this. I don't know either. This. I thought he was going to play three weeks ago. I, they keep <laughs> saying this. It's like week after week, he's going to play. He's going to play. Just kidding. He's not actually playing now. Look, the season is on the line for them. They need their number two overall pick who hasn't played in a year. And I understand coming back from torn ACL, you want to go the right way. You want to make sure that you don't rush a guy back because he's so important in that franchise. But he has been, he's been an injury-prone guy since he was drafted. Like, let's not sit here and pretend that this was just one thing. I mean, he, was, he missed time at the end of his rookie year, right? Yep. I know he was off a defensive rookie of the year, but he missed time then. Yep. And then he misses time and tears his ACL this past season, they passed on Justin Herbert for him. They even passed on Tua for him. I'd rather have Justin Herbert, but he is supposed to be the defensive cornerstone of this franchise, the local guy, the franchise savior. He's he's great in front of the camera. He's a great face of the organization if he can get there. The reality of this is, is he has not been out there on the field. And when he was last year, which is what makes this worse, he was not good. He wasn't getting the quarterback. Yeah. I understand he's seeing a lot of double teams. That's part of it. It's not just him not being able to get there. But he was never able to adapt. He was never able to overcome the all of the attention he knew he was going to get from offensive lines. And he did literally nothing for this team. He's got to get back out there and redeem himself because, you know, by the way, they have to think about fifth-year option. Like, we're not there yet, but we're getting there. They're going to have to start thinking about the future. And that stuff comes up fast. And they've got a lot of defensive linemen that they're still going to have to pay moving forward. There's other deals, other guys on the defense that are going to have to get paid as well. And if the Chase Young thing doesn't work out, I mean, that's going to be a monumental disaster oh, for this team. It's a big red mark on them. Uh, it, he seemed like, though, he couldn't miss. When you look at that draft, right. everyone yeah. no said it was him, no oh, brainer. Yeah. It's always so, a dangerous thing, isn't it? Every, yeah. yeah, I think that it's like I can't give him that much of a hard time because I think everyone would have taken Chase exactly. Young. Exactly. No, I, I won't blame them for I won't blame them for taking him, but I will be it's like it's almost one of those things where you're like you can't necessarily truly say it's like Chase Young getting hurt, it's not his fault. Chase Young not playing well 
Well, you got to do something to fix it. Is his fault? That's the problem. And the team's fault. Yeah, there's there's scheming involved with that. I, I don't I don't really feel all that comfortable about Jack Del Rio as a head coach. That's a whole other conversation. Or as a, yeah. or as a defensive coach. I mean, Washington's drafted well at D line. Yeah, recently. they have. Yeah, I listen. I, I understand, but I, I just I hate my team. It's just the worst.